right, man. Welcome to Crow 777 Radio Podcast. This is episode 20 with Zachary Hubbard. Um, I asked Zach back because so many people had sent me messages uh, doubting whether or not it was even possible, whether things like false news, newspaper headlines, uh, the false flag events that we see so many of uh, are encoded numerically. And uh, I'm here to tell you, whether or not you think there's any value in numerology or gematria or any of the rest of the kind of cult things that we see, it is demonstrable that this is going on. With this said, I brought Zach back to simply demonstrate uh, the scope and breadth of some of the things that uh, really demonstrate this. And we start off jumping right into 9-11. And uh, at one point, unfortunately, I interrupt him to make a point, but he is in the middle of pointing out just how many 11s um, are rolled into days from an event, the encoding of the dates of the event. Any, you'll, you'll hear it in a minute here. Um, and in hour two, uh, we continue on just demonstrating that professional sports, news, false events, we live in a scripted reality. Um, for a lot of people, that's going to be a difficult pill to swallow. And I would suggest that the average human being is a decent person who doesn't think sneakily or covertly so they measure the world around them by this kind of normal human lifetime and you're gonna have to modify the way you look at things because the people who are up to no good are not just normal average people they are controlling all of our media professional sports banking uh, just the whole ball of wax and as we jump in uh, I hope people that will that have not been able to see it to date will open up their minds and listen to what is being said and then maybe use some basic numerology where you just add all numbers down to a single digit and uh, I can guarantee you you're going to quickly find that this is not even statistically possible what we see going on but I wanted to say a minute uh, talk a minute about the Olympics uh, I don't watch TV much, and so what I saw may have had a larger effect on me than the average person who is used to the kind of overwhelming color scheme that keeps being ratcheted up. But I turned it on the other day to look at an event, and the colors were just so kind of combative, I couldn't even watch it. It was giving me a headache. Because I have watched so, you know, next to no TV, uh, I don't pay for movies. I don't see that much kind of broadcast media anymore. Um, the majority of what I see is online, and I don't surf YouTube that much even. But the greens and the blues and just all of it, the color is ramped up to such a kind of... You know, I, I've made the analogy before, it's a bit like drugs, what we see with broadcasting and color. Um, and I've suggested to people if they go back to, say, the 80s or the 70s and watch the progression of color, even in newscasting as an example, and get up to the modern age, you can see how the use of color has been implemented like a drug where it has been ramped up more and more and more and more to get the desired effect. But the Olympics is this in spades. And uh, if anyone asked me, and I haven't watched a lot of it, I would have to say the predominant color we see is this green, this bizarre kind of unnatural electric green. Uh, I think in my last episode, I talked a bit about this particular unnatural green being associated with Ebola and suggesting to people they can go back and do image searches to find out that this green is just embedded 
in 90 some percent of all Ebola imagery. But what I'd like to do here is jump into the episode. And what I would really like to do here is offer people who are not certain whether or not the numerical encoding of our world is going on an opportunity to just kind of clear their minds, clear the slate, and look at what's being presented and consider it. Um, if you're listening and you're not certain that the numerology, numerological encoding is going on, but let's say you understand Sandy Hook, or Sandy Hoax as it's been come to be known, uh, was a fraudulent event, well then maybe you're already partly there because you can go back and look at these events, people like Zach have covered them, and you can be applying what you learn from this episode to see on your own, independent of what anyone tells you, whether this numerical encoding is going on. And I would further suggest there will come a time in the not too distant future where our newly gained knowledge of this numerical encoding of our reality will begin to lend itself to being able to predict events. And Zach and I talk about this pretty well, uh, covering sports and the effect that being able to predict, predict things would have on, uh, say, Vegas that always bets on sports. People becoming aware of how these controlled events, the outcome, has already been scripted. Everything you see or read about it is numerically encoded. When people begin to get a little further down the road, they will have much better than a 50-50 chance of, say, betting on the outcome of a game, or even the point spread for that matter. So, let's jump in. And again, open your mind. Clear the slate. Consider what is being said. I assure you. I guarantee you that what we are talking about is in fact an actual piece of the world around us that is being pulled up over our eyes. So let's jump into episode 20. Here we go. All right, man. Welcome to Crow 777 Radio Podcast. This will actually be episode 20, and I know it will be this time. Um, I've got Zach Hubbard back. Uh, so many people have been stopping in and uh, commenting that numerology and gematria encoding of our media information and world is simply ridiculous. Um, and so I knew about a week ago that I was going to have Zach back and put a rest to this. Um, there's going to be a couple kinds of people that listen to this. There are going to be folks who use their well-established lifetime of beliefs to measure everything. And if it doesn't fit within the scope of that, then it's nonsense. In my view, that's an unfortunate outlook. There will be people who will say, you know, I don't understand this, but I'll certainly consider it and I'll challenge it. And if there's value there, maybe it will prove itself. And then there's going to, of course, be the choir that we are singing to that are already very well aware that this nonsense of encoding everything about our world is going on. So without jumping in too much deeper, let's get Zach in here. Welcome aboard, Zach. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be on. Right on, man. We've actually got good audio, and I know we've agreed to uh, kind of do 30-minute chunks here to be sure Skype doesn't hose me again. Um, so let's let's just start right there, man. There are so many people uh, who have not kind of come to the realization that the chances are the worldview that you have built up over a lifetime needs to be adjusted. And the reason it needs to be adjusted is because of a little thing that is now being called the Great Awakening. Um, I suppose there could be a lot of things questioned and said about why the heck 
is it this decade that people have caught on to so much of the kind of nonsense and fraud that has been going on in our world that we were blind to 10, 20 years ago. So having said that, let's start and make the case. Is there any way in heck, statistically, that the stuff that you point out day after day on your YouTube channel, is there even a statistical possibility that this is just random chance? I would say absolutely not. Can you maybe, let's, you know what, I'll throw it over to you. Um, you've been doing this every day. What are some very good examples we can toss out on the table for folks uh, before we start actually getting into the nuts and bolts of encoding and as much as we know about why it's done? Some of the strongest examples to support that we're living in a world where we're being presented with information encoded with gematria, numerology. There's so many solid examples, but I think one of the most transparent ones is what we were told about September 11th. September 11th, 2001 is a shining example. And you asked why so many people are waking up. I think it's because of news stories such as September 11th, 2001. I know that story did a lot for me. For people who are new, let me remind you about some of the very significant numerology and gematria around September 11th. That day when those buildings fell, they had existed for just a little more than 33 years. Construction began on the World Trade Center's August 1968. That's the same year that 911 was made the national emergency dialing code, and that's the same year George W. Bush graduated from Yale and Skull and Bones, all in 68. 33 years later, he would become president. September 11th would happen, bringing 911 and the World Trade Centers together. What's so interesting about the span of 33 years is the, the name or the phrase false flag. A false flag is when a government stages an incident to create essentially a propaganda stream from that to steer the people of their nation in a certain direction, whether that be war or making law changes domestically, as we saw here in September 11th, becoming more of a police state, more of a spy state. So the phrase false flag in Gematria sums to 33. If you write out 33 as a word, in Gematria it sums to 156. And what's so significant about 156 is the number 911 is the 156th prime number. Wow. The construction firm that built the World Trade Centers, their name is Magnuson Clemenkic Associates. And in Gematria, their name sums to 156, just like 33, just like false flag. Think about it. The buildings existed 33 years. They came down on September 11th. This is not a coincidence. This goes to show how well planned out it is and that somebody truly is operating by this code. And, and let me let me throw something in here, Zach. If I am not totally mistaken, you just mentioned that this happened on George Bush the Jr.'s watch. Didn't his father give a pretty important speech that relates to this on September 11th at an earlier time? 
he gave that speech in September 11th, 1990, exactly 11 years to the day. 11's the master number in numerology, and the attack came in New York, the 11th state. The World Trade Centers looked like massive 11s in the sky. They were 110 stories tall. Just take the zero off the end, 1-1. One, one. The first flight that supposedly hit the World Trade Centers was what, flight 11. What 11 was 11 hitting the massive 11s in the 11th state. What was the speech about that George the Senior gave? The speech was about realizing the new world order. First time it had ever been mentioned, if I'm not mistaken, in a kind of by a president in a public address. Yeah, he addressed Congress and he gave a speech all around the same time, both bringing up the new world order. Right, and um, I'll try not to step on you too much, but I, I want to try to inject a, a few points because um, things like that, I think, are such key points, some of the things you're pointing out, and then when you inject what his father did at that speech, for the, the mind that has not quite gotten across the threshold to what we're talking about is a freaking real thing that we can demonstrate. Um, but I, before I kick it back over to you and you can keep going on the trail, um, we should also mention to folks that 33 is absolutely the calling card of the kind of secret societies who seem to be running the banking, sports, government, everything in this world. Um, and for the, the average mind, you will remember that even Scottish Rite's Freemasonry, the supposed one of the highest degrees, I don't know if that's true, is 33 degrees. But anyhow, I interrupted you when you were making all the 11 references, even going so far as to show the kind of visual and wordplay that the towers themselves look like 11. So go ahead. Absolutely. With regards to George W. Bush, the son, who was the president at the time, his birthday is July 6th. He was born July 6th, 1946. From July 6th to September 11th is a span of 68 days. Again, it was 68, the year where World Trade Center construction began. 911 made the national emergency dialing code that he graduated. 33 years to 2001. George W. Bush, his birth numerology, 7 plus 6 plus 1 plus 9 plus 4 plus 6 sums to 33. He's also a former bonesman. That's what they call the alumni of Skull and Bones at Yale and New Haven, where the Bush dynasty's from. Bonesman in Gematria sums to 33. That special number, masonry equals 33, secrecy equals 33. That's the number of Freemason obsession. 33rd degrees are master masons. So on September 11th, there's all sorts of gematria encoding. The World Trade Centers were 110 stories tall. The name Osama bin Laden in gematria sums to 110. Wow. And if you're new to my channel, I teach mostly two methods, a big way, a small way. The name Osama bin Laden, the smaller way, sums to 47. Building 7, the third building to fall that day, the one that still many Americans don't know about, fell eight hours after World Trade Centers 1 and 2. That building was 47 floors tall, each floor 47,000 square feet. The building was named after Heim Solomon. It was the Solomon Brothers building. Heim Solomon was one of the bank financiers of the American Revolution. That man died in history on April 7th. A date that you can write 4 slash 7 or 7 slash 4. The numbers 47 and 74 are both very special numbers. The, the World Trade Center's New York City are on the 74th meridian. Those numbers have duality in gematria. The word 
judge is 47, the word jury 74, beauty 74, beast 47, fruit 74, candy 47, two very special numbers. That's another topic to stick to the World Trade Centers. There's just so much that was encoded into the story that day. Over at the Pentagon, supposedly Flight 77 hit the Pentagon. And the reason that's so funny is if you're aware of the coordinates of Washington, D.C., it's on the 77th meridian, known as the American meridian. If you look at how tall the Pentagon is, it's 77 feet tall. So it's on the 77th meridian. It's 77 feet tall. And if you look up the official time that Flight 77 left the airport and then crashed into the Pentagon, it's exactly 77 minutes later. Wow. And 7-7, seven, seven, you know, it's one of these. In numerology, when you double a digit, you magnify its power. If you write out September 11th, all is a word. September is a word. 11th is a word. And then summit in Gematria, it also sums to 77. And again, this was a false flag, an agenda for the federal government, which is on the 77th meridian, known as the American meridian. A little side note, this year, on July 7th, there was supposedly a police shooting in Dallas. They said it was the worst loss of life for any police department since September 11th. Again, September 11th sums to 77. So does police officer. So does police department. On 7-7, we get the worst loss of life for a police department since September 11th. When you learn this language of Gematria, you see how they're creating all of these stories by the numbers. You know, I would also, have you done much work on the uh, the building that is now well underway, replacing the Twin Towers that were a controlled de demolition? Yes. Uh, One World Trade Center is another shining example. Exactly. I want to get into that for, I'm going to hand back over to you in a second, but... Uh, I drove, as I was coming back here, I drove by that twice as it was in different stages um, and looked into it. That place is basically a bunker. Um, I, I mean, it's probably one of the strongest buildings, you know, that have ever been built. But for the average mind, uh, so much talk about this kind of new world order because Bush the senior said it. Um, but the idea behind that is one world government, one small entity controlling the whole ball of wax. And... Uh, uh, what's the what's the proper word for the building? What's the proper name, Zach? One World Trade Center. One World Trade Center. So you can see the play on words there. But go ahead, Zach. Take it away on One World. I mean, already the coincidences you have pointed out are beyond coincidence. But keep right. going. So before I get to One World Trade Center, I'm going to bring you there. There's there's a setup for this. The World Trade Centers that were destroyed in 2001. There was a 93 World Trade Center bombing on February 26th. Bill Clinton had just become president. What's so interesting about that date, February 26th, as we write in the U.S., 2 slash 26, it looks a lot like the number 226. And if you write out 226 and sum it in Gematria, it sums to 93, like the year of the World Trade Center bombing. If you follow my work, I show how often 226 and 93 are paired together. Anyhow, 93 is the important number. 93 represents Saturn. Saturn is the keeper of time. In this world, they tell us the sun is 93 million miles away. Think about Saturn, 93 being the keeper of time, and the sun being 93 million miles away. 
the sun truly is the keeper of time in this world. From the 93 World Trade Center bombing to September 11th, 2001, was 3,119 days, 3119. And the date, September 11th, 2001, as we'd write it in the U.S., 9-11-2001, in numerology terms, 9 is 9, 11 is 11, because 11 is the master number. It doesn't need to be broken down. 2001 becomes 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 1 equals 3. The date, 9-11-2001, breaks down to 9 11 Three. Wow. And from the 93 World Trade Center bombing to September 11th was 3,119 days. There's this important phrase in masonry. I am. Just those two words. I am. I is the ninth letter. A is the first letter. M is the 13th letter. So 9113. Just like the date September 11th, 2001. And then, of course, the reflection of that, just like the span of days from February 26, 93 to September 11, 2001. And for the record, on the date of the World Trade Center bombing, the big movie that came out that day was Falling Down with Michael Douglas. You might recall that movie. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was some serious predictive programming. What else is interesting, that span of 3,119 days, that is the 444th prime number, 444. In gematria, any word that has a simple English gematria of 74, such as Masonic, Jewish, occult, all of those words have English gematria of 444. When I say that number, it probably reminds people right away of the Iranian hostage crisis, 444 days. And I'll remind you, the president at that time was Jimmy Carter, who was from Georgia, the fourth state, one of only two with a gematria of 44. So fourth state, 44 gematria. 444-day Iranian hostage crisis ending with the first day of Reagan. But anyhow. Well, wait a minute there, Zach. Is there a significance people should understand about the number four or the number 44? Yeah, absolutely. Four represents foundation. Four represents foundation in numerology. Again, when you magnify a digit in numerology, so from four to 44 or from four to 444, you're magnifying the power of that number. And the way you could view that with the 93 World Trade Center bombing in September, 2000, September 11, 2001, is those events were building the foundation for a massive agenda to come. And for those who don't know, when George W. Bush became president in 2001, when he was elected, his cabinet that he brought in, they were part of this think tank called the Project for a New American Century. Project for a New American Century. You can still look up their documents, their work online. One of their signature documents that they put out just before they took office was that the United States needed a new Pearl Harbor. Their language, the United States needed a new Pearl Harbor to launch a foreign and domestic agenda. And if you look at the foreign agenda, it's about war in the Middle East region where we've been ever since. And what people don't realize, that group was called Project for a New American Century. September 11th is New Year's Day on the Coptic calendar, the old world Christian calendar. So the Project for a New American Century got their new Pearl Harbor on New Year's Day of the old world Christian Coptic calendar. Wow. It's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Um, before you push back over to One World Trade Center, 
um, is there any association with death uh, attributable to fours and 44s? Oh, oh, absolutely. We talked about this on the last show. The word kill equals 44, and so many things that have to do with death in the medical field are given 44. Cancer's 44, chemo 44, disease 44, even the word medicine, gematria 44. And I don't think that's any coincidence. A lot of this Western medicine isn't here to do much good for us. No, it's not. It, it's symptom-based. There's no cure. Most of the medicine we experience here, there, a cure is not really the goal. It's symptom management and the pushing of drugs. But um, as we push over to the One World Trade Center, uh, I'm guessing that you have established some pretty interesting dates about that whole thing. And as you were talking about 9113, um, I have always considered... In my mind, as I look at it, and I look at a much more simple version of numbers than you do, I just break it all down to single digits. And while you're getting a much broader, in-depth view, the the fact is, is all these numbers, no matter how you look at them, they relate. Um, how could they not? We're all using one through nine as a basis for them. But I have always considered September 11 as the beginning of a new cycle and a larger cycle. And that three that you were pointing out there, I'm almost wondering if this is like the third time around for the whole 9-11 push. Um, I'll have to think about that. But as we go into One World Trade Center, um, do you have establishment dates that are important for this building? They laid the cornerstone for it on July 4th. Freemasons laid the cornerstone? For the One World Trade Center? Yeah. Do you know who laid the cornerstone? Is it actually a Freemasonry cornerstone or just described in that way? You know, I'm going to have to go back and look to see who specifically laid it. But Euclid's 47th problem is very important to the Freemasons. It's about establishing a foundation for a building. Euclid's 47th problem, July 4th, can be written 4 slash 7, a lot like 47 or 7 slash 4. So I'm going to, I'll go back and look up who specifically laid that cornerstone July 4th, 2004. But this is the thing about One World Trade Center. That name in Gematria sums to 93. 93, this very significant number, 93 World Trade Center bombing. The date is September 11th. It was the first plane to hit the building hit floors 93 through 99. The second plane to hit the other building supposedly happened at 9.03 a.m. And then, of course, there was flight 93 of 33 passengers that supposedly crashed in Pennsylvania, even though they couldn't recover a plane. The new building, One World Trade Center, which sums to 93, that special number, it's exactly 104 stories tall. 104 stories in 1,776 feet. And that's not arbitrary. 1776 is, of course, the year the nation got its independence. And in numerology terms, there's a trick you can do with a year. You just add the first two digits with the second two digits. 17 plus 76 is 93, just like the title of the tower. The date, 7-4-1776, also has a numerology of 104. 7 plus 4 plus 17 plus 76 equals 104. Where this number comes from is the name Jerusalem. Jerusalem in Gematria sums to 104, and right in the middle of that word, there's a USA. 
And what people don't understand about the United States of America and what I once didn't understand but have come to a definite conclusion from doing this research is the United States of America was created as part of an agenda, this one world government, this one world order, this new world order. And the United States in its creation, part of the plan from this Freemason, this Jewish Masonic network, was to bring about the Zionist state that now exists, Israel. Without the United States of America, the world wars would have been different. Would there even have been world wars? All of this that we're living out in this nation is part of a planned agenda. The establishment of this, the buildup, the world wars, the establishment of Israel, and that agenda is still working. Ever since the establishment of Israel, we've been watching that nation grow. If you go over to Israel, and you pay attention to the numbers we're talking about, you see how they're coded all over. Israel was drawn up September 3rd, 9-3 in the year 47. Its Congress is called Knesset, Knesset in Gematria sums to 93. Their Speaker of House right now is Edelstein, Edelstein, Gematria of 93. You go through the, the history of their speakers in Knesset, so many of them have names with this 93 Gematria. And... Again, we're talking about gematria, the practice of coding numbers into words, which is mostly a Jewish practice. The Hebrew alphabet built on a lettering and number system, which was used to write the Old Testament originally in the Bible. The New Testament was written in Greek, which was another lettering system based on numbers. The same people over time, the same gang of Masons, familiar with language, numbers, gematria, over time it's very obvious, it's very clear that they also built our English language based on this numbering system. It's just that no one told us. The word English sums to 74, so does the word gematria, so does the word Masonic, so does the word Jewish. Wait. We say our Independence Day in the United States of America is July 4th, but if you look at what day we declared our independence, it was July 2nd, 1776. You would think that would be our Independence Day. But they chose 7-4 because of its significance. Independence Day in Gematria sums to 74. So does holiday. You look at the history of Thanksgiving in this nation. It was first celebrated by George Washington on November 26th. Exactly 74 years later to the day, Abraham Lincoln made Thanksgiving an annual holiday. And the word holiday itself has gematria 74. Well, even so you're getting a little bit off. Key. Well, I, I was going to say, even your even that whole thing you said about independence, I just looked up the cornerstone for one World Trade Center, the new building. Uh, it was set in place on July 4th. Um, again, the Independence Day that fits their calendar, apparently, because you pointed out they moved it forward two days from uh, where it actually took place. But, you know, I think you pointed out some key things there about the creation of the United States. Uh, one thing that's always got me, here I am living in New England, and we're told the people who came here were fleeing fleeing England. Um, why the hell would you leave a place that you didn't want to be a part of and then go name the place you went to after the place you just came from? And right. it's, it's not even imaginative. It's New England, you know? So we got the old England, but now we got, I mean, almost every name in this place that I live now is a city in England. I mean, there are very, very few exceptions. But anyhow, kind of stepped in the way there. Keep on. 
Well, I'll, I'll just go with that. New England in Gematria sums to 99. And the reason 99 is significant is if you write out the word 13, it has a Gematria of 99. Just before the American Revolution, it said that the Bavarian Illuminati was established with 13 families on May 1st, 1776. <laughs> and May 1st, 1776 is a date with 99 numerology. 5 plus 1 plus 17 plus 76. 13. Think about 13 in regards to this nation, the United States of America. The colonies. 13 yeah. colonies. 13 stripes on the flag. They make us go to public school, K-12, to that's 13 years, 13 years of programming. The nation, we call it the USA. U plus S plus A is 21 plus 19 plus 1, 41. 41 is the 13th prime number. And there's so many celebrations of 13. Just be, to be festive, last night, Alex Rodriguez for the New York Yankees played his final game wearing the number 13 in his 13th season with the Yankees. They had him quit or retire with the team last night. Just after he turned 41 years old, 41's the 13th prime number, USA, 13 colonies. Last night is a tribute. They had A-Rod play one out in the ninth inning at third base. They just brought him in the game for one defensive out, one out at third base in the ninth inning. So three and nine. Look at this. In simple English gematria, N plus Y is 14 plus 25 equals 39. In Pythagorean gematria, New York equals 39. The way Pythagorean gematria works is N's the 14th letter, but you don't add 14. You make it 5. 1 plus 4 becomes 5. E's the 5th letter. W's the 23rd. 23 becomes 5 because 2 plus 3 is 5. You make each letter a single digit, then you add the word New York is 39, just like the abbreviations 39. The word Empire is 39. New York's the Empire State. The word Empire, the big way, is 66. And the other nickname for the One World Trade Center is Freedom Tower. Freedom Tower also has Gematria of 66. So does the word Coptic. We said September 11th happened on the Coptic New Year. And with regards to 66 in New York, if you add every number 1 through 11, 1 plus 2 plus 3 up to 11, it sums to 66. Again, New York's the 11th state. But anyhow, coming back to Alex Rodriguez, New York 39, NY equals 39, New York 39, Empire 39. The name George in Gematria equals 39. I bring that up because George Clinton was the first governor of New York, born July 26, 1739. New York was established 49 years after his birthday, July 26, 1788, and he became the first governor of the state. He was also the fourth vice president to Madison. Madison equals 39. MSG equals 39 for Madison Square Garden, the arena in New York. The date of establishment for New York, July 26, 1788, 7 plus 2 plus 6 plus 1 plus 7 plus 8 plus 8 sums to 39. The United Nations in New York is 39 floors tall. Of course, 39 is also the reflection of 93, the number we talked about, World Trade Center bombings, one World Trade Center, Saturn. Just looking at these things alone, you recognize it's well beyond coincidence. 
Last night, what I showed, one of the things I really try to do with my work is wake up the manpower of the nation. Because what I recognize about most men in this nation is they don't care about much but sports. So I know that if I can show them the rigging in sports, I think that has the power to awaken a lot of people. If there's anyone who's in New York who's listening, last night I shared this about New York City and every Super Bowl ever won by a New York football team. The first time the Giants ever won a Super Bowl, they won with 39 points. The score was 39 to 20 over the Broncos. The next time the Giants won the Super Bowl, they won with a score of 20 to 19 over the Buffalo Bills, who are also from New York. That's a sum of 39 points. The next Super Bowl the Giants won was in the state of Arizona. Arizona and New York are the only two states with a gematria of 39. You might recall after September 11th, the World Series was New York and Arizona. And the next Super Bowl that the Giants won was on a date with 39 numerology. That was over the Patriots played in Indianapolis. The Giants have only lost one Super Bowl. They lost to Baltimore. The score of that game was 34 to 7, a sum of 41 points. We just talked about 41. Baltimore in Gematria equals 41. And the New York Jets have only won one Super Bowl in the history of their team. They won it with a score of 16 to 7. If you look at that score on a scoreboard, it looks a lot like the number 167, which is the 39th prime number. And last night for ESPN's farewell to A-Rod, they had up the phrase on their screen for most of the night, A-Rod's last stand, which in Gematria sums to 167, the 39th prime number. There's more to why A-Rod retired last night, but I'm just trying to pound home the significance of these numbers, New York City, their relevance to the nation. And oh, by the way, where 39 comes from is the Old Testament, the Jewish part of the Bible that has 39 books. In the Old Testament, one of the most significant numbers is 10, the Ten Commandments. If you write out 10 as a word, T-E-N, T's the 20th letter, E the 5th, and the 14th, add it together, it sums to 39. You might recall at the beginning of this year, on January 13th, there was a story about 10 U.S. sailors being captured by Iran. That story was a tribute to Jimmy Carter, who was the 39th president with the Iran hostage crisis. It was very obvious that story was staged. They just brought it up in recent weeks over supposedly a cash payment that was delivered to Iran at the same time. All of this stuff is just contrived news to make people's heads spin and to keep them from seeing what's really going on in this world, such as the United States of America and Iran serve the same corporate banking masters. The, yeah, I, I mean, at the at the end of the day, one of the big takeaways from this is people just have to realize elections and all this other nonsense that has to do with something at such a low level as governments, and most people don't think of governments as being a low level, but in fact, they are just pawns on the chessboard. Um, we can prove this even with space agencies. Go out and look at every space agency logo on the on this world and you will see the vector symbol in each of them signifying that they're in the same club but let's pull this back around for a minute because one of the ways I think about all this encoding and let's use let's use 9-11 since everyone's so so familiar with it 
um, how they kind of prime your mind for all these things that are going to happen. In the case of 9-11, as a human being, the earliest I can remember it's significant is what you pointed out when they made you needed help, you dialed it on the phone. So that number was already associated in your mind with an emergency. Something bad's happening when you got to dial 911. So in my mind, this is priming and related all the way up to September 11. Then September 11 happens and 9-11 takes on an even more big significance. But then fast forward to ISIS. Even the word ISIS um, is encoded in the big way or the small way with ones and nines. Um, there's just no getting away from what's going on here. And for people who still think there's terrorism, I would point out, um, as so many of you are aware, I have a degree that deals directly with computers, and I have a lot of friends in the world. Some of them are what they call black hats. Uh, some of these folks were involved with demonstrating that many of the IP addresses for the ISIS terror organization were held by the British government. So you've got to realize um, what's going on here. But Zach, having painted that picture of big cycles like that, um, do you think about any of these things in that way that I just kind of tried to outline? You mean how they're, they're laying it out for us, giving us the clues before they bring it home, such as, you know, making the national emergency, nine, the dialing code 911, and then giving us our greatest day of national emergency on September 11th? Right, like priming the mind, but even more so. So now we, we see that our minds were primed way back with an emergency dial code, which ends up being the event of the century or the centuries. Um, and then we have a thing like ISIS, where we can see that as a result of what happened on 9-11, when the buildings were did their controlled demo, um, that one of the results of that was this group ISIS is formed, and yet the numerology or the gematria in that word, big or small, relates it back to 9-11. So I don't know if I'm explaining it very well. Do you see yeah, what oh, I'm getting? Yeah, absolutely you are. You're making it perfectly clear. Like you're saying, there's nine. the, the letter I is the ninth letter. S is the 19th letter, so 919, or S breaks down to one in numerology, so 9191 in that name, Isis. Right. Right. And also think, on September 11th, they told us that there were 19 hijackers. The reason they use 19 is because it's a very significant number in the Quran. If you look up something called the Quran code, it's all centered around the number 19. The last time I was on your show, Muhammad Ali had just passed. When Muhammad Ali, when they had his funeral, they did a 19-mile funeral procession. Of course, he was named after the Prophet Muhammad from the Quran. What I didn't point out when I was on your show, I'll just bring this up real quick, is Muhammad Ali died on June 3rd, 63 days before the start of the Summer Games. <clears throat> and the reason that's significant is because in the year 2016, if you add every number up to 63, it sums to 2016. Muhammad Ali is remembered for opening the 96 Summer Games yep. in Atlanta. Yep. Muhammad Ali in Gematria sums to 96. A boxing ring's 96 feet around. The word Freemason's 96. The name Muhammad alone is 74. He passed at age 74. I actually made a video in 2014 saying why that would probably happen. Anyhow, that we, we were on the topic of ISIS and predictive programming, but I just want people to understand there's, there's a greater significance to all of these numbers. And perhaps when they gave us 911 as the national emergency dialing code, Perhaps they'd already factored in all of these things, being aware of all this worldly knowledge and how they were going to turn the nation 
into one that feared Islam and radical Islam. I really do think that all of this stuff was planned out from at least 1968, likely well before that. Senator Bob Kerry, who was a former senator, a former governor, and who was on the 9-11 Commission, he has spoken out publicly, giving people major clues about the wrongdoing of September 11th. In one of his speaking arrangements, which you can watch online, he said that September 11th was planned for over 30 years and no one will ever get to the bottom of it. To me, that's a pretty major thing to say to the public <laughs> as a clue of what really happened. That's, that's, man, it's so crazy. And what's funny, too, is like when you mentioned Muhammad Ali, it was like he, he, he's remembered now as this big hero. Well, I was alive, like back with the Thrilla in Manila and, and all the things, you know, that made him famous. He was a divisive figure, man. Um, when he first quit being Cassius Clay and became Muhammad Ali and then uh, wouldn't allow himself to be drafted, that it was race baiting at one level. But then there was this whole idea of, well, if all the rest of us got to be drafted into the war, how come this guy who's now a Muslim overnight, you know, he's not going into the war? And when you look back, so much of what he did was divisive. And yet, when you fast forward, he's Olympic hero, and he's remembered as a hero. I mean, doesn't that just strike you as, as how we see events just totally shaped in a different way than they really occurred? Yeah, absolutely. And I think he was always meant to be the divisive character that he was, because that's how these people work. I mean, Muhammad Ali, I'm quite certain, was owned and operated from the beginning of his life. The name Cassius Clay and Gematria sums to 33, plus look at his initials, CC, C -C. the third letter. Right, yep. And then when he changed his name to Muhammad Ali, it appears he did it by the numbers. Muhammad Ali sums to 42, the small way, like Freemason, 96, the big way. What's interesting about 42 and 96 is they have a mathematical relationship as well. If you add the divisors of the number 42, all the numbers that divide into it, they add up to 96. See that 42-96 pairing a lot. This year he died 63 days before the start of the Rio games. Rio equals 42. There's been a heck of a lot of 42 in the Rio coding. Just You have to go to my channel to see all that I've shown about the Olympics, but these numbers are significant. They're coded before our eyes for a reason. The Freemasons, which have their numbers all coded into Muhammad Ali, believe in divide and conquer. And Muhammad Ali was very much used to divide people. I mean, you think about the nation in the 60s, the time of the Civil Rights Act. The way I imagine most people interpreted Muhammad Ali was depending on who they identified with as a group. And, you know, we like to group ourselves. I imagine people who were white and somewhat racist like so much of the population was they probably really didn't appreciate muhammad ali talking about how great he was how pretty he was how ugly his opponents were a lot of people who are already racist probably watched that and said see that's why i like white people more and then you know at the same time it shouldn't even really be about race people understand we're not supposed to brag we're not supposed to put other people down but I really do think the puppet, puppeteers of Muhammad Ali, they had him go out and be this type of personality as instruction. That's what I imagine it's like when you're on the TV, when you're the big celebrity in this world, it's because you have been essentially given the green light by this gang. What we see on the TV, what we see in the mainstream, who we see 
as the sports superstars, they've been put there. A lot of these people have been born to be. They're part of a network which most people in the mainstream don't understand. So a lot of what we've talked about, and particularly the things like 9-11, uh, demonstrates how the encoding that we're talking about ties events to the calendar. And I've always kind of wanted to ask you, um, I had a follower not too long ago point out to me that I believe on October 3rd of this year, the Jewish calendar date for the year will roll from 5776, which incidentally may have some weird ties to 1776, but setting that aside, it will roll over to what's called one Tishri, and it will be 5777. Um, do you think that the encoding of these events that pulls it to the calendar, does it work both ways? Do you think it's it's meshing with the Jewish calendar and the calendar, the Gregorian calendar that we use at the same time? Or do you feel like certain events are you know tied to one or the other? Oh, they're, they're absolutely using all of the calendar systems, and it's even more than that. We talked about the attack on New Year's Day on the Coptic calendar. There's something called the 13 moon calendar. I, the people who follow my work, there's people out there with great minds that are applying things to the other calendars. And just from what I've seen, I am convinced that they are using multiple calendars in their coding. And I also think the way our calendars have been set up, they're meant to overlap with certain dates. A shining example of this was last year, Moses Malone, the basketball player, he died in, oh, what's that month called on the Jewish calendar? I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's the same month where Moses supposedly went to the mountain and received the commandments. And Moses Malone, the basketball player, his death was all synced up with that month in the Jewish calendar. I did this work about a year ago. But it was just such a clear-cut example of how they were using the Jewish calendar and factoring into the ritual sacrifice of this former basketball player. Is it Chodesh, maybe? I tried to look it up real quick. Um, but anyhow, while I'm waiting for this to load, so, you know, I had stated earlier that in an Olympic year, which I think is also, is this a Jubilee year? I think this might be a Jubilee year. Uh, in a Jewish year that's possibly a Jubilee year, and we see the Jewish calendar rolling to five triple sevens, I mean, that's that's too much candy for these dudes not to chew, isn't it? Something's got to be made of this. Um, I, I've already stated I will be so damn surprised if some event is not tied to the Olympics from the basic numerology of even the name Rio and everything we've seen leading up to it. But I mean... When we see these types of things where the Jewish year will roll over to five triple sevens, we know that so many cornerstones in this country use the Jewish year date on those stones. And, you know, the average person would say, well, why? You know, very few people even understand what that means. Yet we have these examples. So on a potential Jubilee year, if I'm correct about that, in an Olympic year, uh, in the Queen's birthday year, and we're going to roll to five triple seven. I mean, do you think there's any way in hell they're not going to make some hay there? Order out of chaos in Jewish gematria sums to 777, and we've seen uh, some significant 777 events in the past. So, so yeah, I think you're absolutely right on. And, you know, I mean, just look at what's going on right now with the media and the way they're programming us. More and more scare, more and more fear, more and more division, more and more terror attacks and shootings in the media. And it seems that we're coming to a head. Perhaps that head will be in the Jewish year 5,777. 
And whenever I say that number out loud, what it really makes me think about is how long this network of people, you know, have existed. They've been around. These people, and, you know, these are the people who are running the world. It is Jewish bankers, Zionist tyrants who are running the world. These people, they have an advantage on us. They've stuck together. Their culture's intact. You know, they've been collecting information. These people have a lot of secrets hidden from we, the masses, you know, they're in a different world than we are. They say uh, Lucifer is the light. They say in the Bible, the false Jews in the end times will be called the synagogue of Satan. In this world, we equate light with knowledge. The Jewish people, they are hoarding knowledge that we, the masses, don't know. I just pulled up real quick the death of Moses Malone. He died on the last day of Elul, the Jewish calendar. The first day of Elul is the day where Moses ascends Mount Sinai mm -hmm. and ends up getting the biblical commandments from God. You know, you, you make critical points when you begin to talk about the information that's being hoarded. But um, having spent so much of my life studying other religions, uh, starting when I was in my young 20s, uh, I looked at Buddhism, different forms of Buddhism, and uh, I started to come to the realization by the time I started to look at Blavatsky and these other, you know, kind of white people uh, that were clearly from the upper crust. In other words, they weren't people who had to go get out and get jobs. They were rich enough in, in England that they could just go jump on a cruise liner and go to any country they wanted and do the great tour, as it was called back then. But I came to the idea that uh, all this knowledge that like masonry uses, it's all based on Buddhism and on uh, Hinduism and these ancient Eastern kind of mind sciences where we get meditation and other things. And a lot of it's based on calendars. Um, their medicine is all based on calendars and moon cycles and things like this. But um, I began to find things that really lead me to believe that initially these sciences were being used with compassion to benefit the people by the Asian masters who were the inheritors of this information. At some point, it appears that royalty from Europe, white royalty, and apparently Jewish bankers, uh, I don't know how closely they tie to royalty, but they're kind of in the same group now, I guess, um, they started to get a hold of this information. And it appears to me that the original Eastern masters saw the information being misused and the very people that we talk so much about that are doing all this encoding, controlling the banking, the governments, scripting our lives, they have not been allowed to receive the total scope of these ancient kind of knowledge bases that were originally based in compassion and meant to further, truly further a human life. Um, have you ever encountered this idea where these people were talking about are almost, it's like they're using a corrupt version of very secret knowledge that's maybe even incomplete corrupt knowledge. Yeah, I, I follow what you're saying perfectly, and it seems that that's exactly what they've done. They've taken things that were based in good practices, helping humanity, and they've inverted them for their own selfish gain. And I think that's exactly what's wrong with the day and age we're living in. You know, we have all this wonderful technology that could enhance all of our lives, raise all of our quality of living, but instead, we're not doing that. You know, it's all being 
used to maintain the system that we live in, where we're enslaved to dollar bills and being busy and needless consumption. And, and there's some irony too there, Zach, because if there is any validity um, to these ancient traditions, and I believe there is, for the simple fact that people, say in Japan, that were doing Zen Buddhism, had little contact with the Tibetan Buddhists, who had little contact with the Theravadan Buddhists, you know, and all over the world, and yet they all, through meditation and mind sciences, not really so much the religious portion of what we see now in what we call Buddhism or Hinduism or these other ancient Eastern occult belief systems. Um, shoot, I lost my thread. But anyhow, they were all kind of coming up with the same ideas. Oh, I know what I was going to say. They all spent so much effort to write what they had found in these mind sciences, and it all jives. Uh, to this to this very day, the Buddhist canon is the largest religious canon in the world, and this is the reason for it, because the people who were practicing a different form of Buddhism came to the same conclusions as the people that were hidden behind the Himalaya in Tibet, um, the Theravadins, the Hinayanas, the Mahayanans, they all came to similar conclusions using what I consider to be mind sciences. Now, the idea here is that these secret teachings could only be transmitted to a person who had reached a level where they were worthy to hold the information. And from what I have found in what I have studied over most of my life is there is some grueling initiations. Um, there's some examples, as an example, of people having to go into meditation and describe to their master to get to the next teaching, to the next level, what they witnessed in meditation and in some cases, they have to describe over a thousand objects, the color, the shape, um, the room that it was in, all these things. And if they get any one portion of it wrong, um, they're not ready to be taught the next level. And when I consider these things and I look at Freemasonry and the kind of ancient Jewish culture that now runs all the banking and seems to be related to the royal families, it really feels like we're looking at kind of like the dark side of the force, which is probably sure. well encoded in the movie that's going to be released once again on September 10th, The Force Awakens. So mm -hmm. I know I kind of wandered there, but I think there is real merit in considering that the people we're up against are actually misusing a partial information and that the very information that they stole in the beginning actually states that if you misuse this information, there's a price to pay. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I think that they've taken the good of the world and they've, again, inverted it for their own selfish gain. And I think we're all paying the price. And that's why these people need to be put out of commission. Do you think that, the, you know, I, I've stated many times for the record that we don't need a revolution. We don't need any shots fired. There needs to be no violence. The one thing we could do to affect change in the most meaningful way is to change our minds because so much of what is put in front of us by these people is opt-in situation. Do you think that's true? Yeah, absolutely. When, when you say change your mind, I, I imagine you mean, you know, develop, develop your own thinking paths and stop letting the television do the thinking for you. Right. Don't opt into these false constructs all the time and become a human being. Um, you know, don't, don't opt into voting, paying taxes, all these constructs that are meant to simply control our lives. Right. Don't buy into the system that's been put before you that they want you to buy into. 
Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, we're coming up on the top of the hour, Zach. Let's take a break. Let me double check the recording um, and we'll come back in just a minute. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Welcome back to Crow 777 Radio, episode 20. Uh, we had come close to the top of the hour, but I want to go a little bit further for the episode that I'm going to post on YouTube because I think the idea of encoded information is so critically important to get out to just everyone we can. And having said that, in the members only hour that I post on Crow 777 Radio, uh, if we broach anything that I think is critically important, I will again cut that or those portions back out into the YouTube version if that occurs. But Zach, let's start, you know, some years ago, I don't even remember how long ago, uh, I was reading something, uh, and I don't even know the source of it at this point, that apparently there was a time uh, when all names uh, were supposed to sum to 33. Um, and I know you've told me that even the, the word name sums to 33. And now when we see the word 33, I mean, those of us that have been studying this for any length of time, we roll our eyes because it's kind of like the calling card to deceit and deception. But I mean, do you suppose there was ever a time when all names did sum to 33 and it was a good thing working in a real beneficial system and that now we're just kind of the inheritors of corruption? Think there's any there there? Yeah, I think it's entirely possible because like we were saying, it seems that good world knowledge was taken, it was hoarded, and then it was used for negative purposes. In numerology, 33 is the master teacher number. The word teacher has gematria of 33. And if you just think about what a teacher is, it's someone who essentially shares useful knowledge. So there's not really anything negative there. What we see in these news stories where they code 33 again and again when you think about that, if you look at this news programming as lessons for us to live by, right. it's almost like we're being taught by an evil instructor. And this is why they use the, the number 33. So, so this almost brings up a whole other idea where the encoding that you and I are talking about and usually don't feel very happy about could very well be a birthright that every one of us should have been aware of this system but what we're witnessing is the misuse of the very system we've been denied. I think that's a great way of putting it. And not only that, uh, I think there's clear possibilities that uh, so much of this is encoded back to the sun. And as you pointed out earlier, the sun and the moon are really the, the true clocks. We don't, we don't have any other way to accurately measure time than uh, the sun and the moon. And this is exactly why the zodiac is important. So many people have kind of written the idea of the Zodiac off as hooey because, you know, they do forecasting and your birth date and all these other things they're not down with. But the truth is, the reason the Zodiac signs are important is because that's how you mark the position of the sun and the moon. That's the ecliptic. That's why those 12 signs, if there were ever more, I don't know. There may have been 13 that I'm aware of. Point is, is there actually is real life value to the Zodiac simply because it's how you can mark where the sun is at any given time. And of course, that brings us around to Saturn, which you talked about earlier. And when we talk about Saturn, I think there's some crucial things we need to point out. Um, so many of the systems we can point out, like the Vatican, are clearly echoing Saturnian ideas. A lot of people would draw the line to the archetype of Satan from that, or Satanism. 
but it is the passage of time. And even in the ancient constructs like Greek myth, uh, we're looking at chronos, which is time. Again, our earliest timepieces were called chronometers. And I have stated for a long time that Saturn in this context, time, is the prison bars on the system we're in. It's what ensures we're all going to die. It is basically the bars to this prison. And then I usually further state that our minds are the warden of this prison. But when we consider what you have said with all this numerical encoding, clearly it pulls it to a calendar. Clearly it relates to the sun. And clearly it's the only real passage of time we could ever have here. The seasons, the sun, the passage of the sun. So maybe we truly are talking about a birthright numerical system that has been hijacked and misused. And at the same time, we've all been discluded from understanding that there's even value there or that it even exists. What do you think? I think, I think you're absolutely right on again. I, I think that's pretty much exactly what's in place. I mean, we even see the new world kind of movements or, or new agey kind of feeling things, uh, putting out ideas like Saturn was once the sun of this world, um, and it could be again. And uh, just all these ideas that completely tie Saturn to time and then the current sun passing. Um, and this also plays into the idea why I've said for so long that solstices and equinoxes are so damn important because they are the only true markers of time that there are. Uh, the calendars that we've been handed are encoded. Um, we can look back on the calendars that we currently use, Gregorian, which is attributed originally to being jacked up by Julius Caesar. Uh, whether or not there was a guy, I can't tell you, but we're told what happened at that point was the true first of the year in March or at the spring equinox was jacked all the way back into January or January, and then Pope Gregory apparently picked up the ball sometime later, further jacking up the calendar we use, which obscures the very cycles you and I are talking about, because while the spring equinox, as an example, should occur on the same day every year, it does not. It could be the 20th, the 21st, or the 22nd. Right. And doing simple things like this, along with ridiculous things like daylight saving time, these pull us out of the human ability to recognize recurring cycles. So I don't know if you have much to add to that, but I wanted to throw it in because I think it's critically important to consider that this numerical encoding may in fact be a valuable system that we should have all been taught. Absolutely. Well, it seems to me that the, the powers that be have built a box around us to control us and having us be you know, less in tune with our actual environment, I think that makes us easier to control. The word Gregorian for the calendar system we're on has gematria 58, just like the word calendar itself mm. and Freemasonry equals 58. You know, you brought up NASA earlier. There's a reason NASA was established in 58 and why almost every astronaut to travel to space has been a Freemason. Yeah, I, I think I would take umbrage with, with saying any of those guys have been to space. But anyhow, Zach, this, right. is, a, this is a good cut point. Let's put the cut, down, cut point here for the first hour, and let me, uh, let me intro us into the second hour. Sounds good. All right, there's the end of the first hour. The second hour will be available on Crow777Radio.com. Uh, incidentally, Crow777Radio.com is the only real... Crow 777 website. There are as many as 10 fraud sites 
that bought the top level domain crow777.com.net.org uh, there's a whole slew of them uh, and I guess the uh, the genius that runs that is doing his best to convince people that I am uh, a mason or a saintist or something like that even having fake boards posted to make it look like people think they're talking to me again the only true site is crow777radio.com Zach and I get into it in the second hour and just go through so many things that demonstrate that the world around us is wholly numerically encoded, among other things. Uh, this doesn't even touch the kind of word games, um, the wordplay, the kind of encoded jokes that are being slapped across our faces every, every day by people who I guess consider us about like monkeys, to be frank. Anyhow, there it is. I hope you will all join me over at crow777radio.com for the second hour. Uh, there's quite a bit going on in our world. Cheers. Cheers.